Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Shift. I hope you've had a lovely week. Um, this week's guest is a good friend of mine. I've known him for actually the whole time I've been performing over here in New York. He's a comedian as well in New York City. His name is Gordon Baker Bone. But he has this podcast called Period Peace. And basically he interviews women about their periods and he like learns about it. And so he asked me to come on and I asked him then to come on our podcast to talk about it. And it's great. So we talked about all the stuff he's learned about periods from other women. And Jesus, he's able to teach me a thing or two because like I have a clue. We also talked about New York coming back and how fast it's coming back and um oh and we gave listeners uh, some advice at the end so yeah so have a listen to that if you want to watch the video for it it's on the patreon so patreon forward slash the shift podcast i find saying forward slash and the shift very hard but you know what i'm saying um the link will be in the bio as well and that's pay what you want so you can sign up for that and pay what you want and then um, next week's episode will be up there as well tomorrow and then there's solo episodes where I just talk about like my private dating life. So currently dating a man five years younger. So I talk about that in detail on that. And I also put up um every few weeks I put up a stand up video just of like new jokes in progress. Um, Just like for the Patreons only. So when I'm working on new stuff. But yeah, other than that, enjoy the episode and I'll talk to you at the end. How have you been? I've been good. I've been good. Just uh really busy. Uh, Things are opening back up quicker than I expected. Yeah, so right. yeah so it's been it went from uh what maybe two three shows a week to now like almost every night so I'm like I'm excited for it and I've been telling myself like I can't believe I got a vaccine to go back to work <laughs> yeah. that's all like it's so weird like all right yeah like I hated being at home all the time but now I'm kind of used to it and I'm like ah oh, fuck I have to go work <laughs> I know and you have to because you're like oh I'm so grateful to have these and then it's I am um, being able to do three or four spots on some nights where you're like mm-hmm. I that's the other thing I was like excited to get back to it but I ended up I'm ending up now spending more money on cabs trying to make the spots where it's like exactly I'm not I'm actually losing money <laughs> yeah like because I, I don't know about you I I've always been like a germaphobe, always not a huge germaphobe, but like I always had his hand sanitizer because people after the show want to shake hands or like hug you. I'm like, oh, great show and stuff like that. So I've always been mindful of that. So now, like, I, if I don't have to take the subway, I'm not. And I have racked up so much Uber stuff that uh, <laughs> like I'm actually getting benefits from Uber. But I feel you just uh, all the cabs and getting around town ha- has been costly. Yeah, and it's more expensive now as well, I think, because they know they're like these fuckers. They want to 
they want to use use us because they're scared and then there's like those angel guys are getting on the um subway um have you seen those guys they're like to protect you yes yeah i know you talk about but i haven't seen them that scares the shit out of me because i'm like okay shit now there's something dangerous that could kill me on this because i know it's good that they're protecting (laughs) you but that means that there's something dangerous close by right yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes it makes you more cautious and a little bit tense to see yeah. somebody get on. I'm like, I'm here to help. I'm like, I didn't know that it was a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you? Am I what? No, I said, are are you uh, the type of lady that walks around with like a, a like one of those cat knives and stuff like that? No, and I showed. I remember okay. I had a stalker. For a bit and then everybody was like get um pepper spray and i was like oh, i'll be grand so i'm i'm just like probably too i used to when i was younger like when i first moved here i'd walk down the road with my keys in my hand but now i'm just like what's oh, funny because it doesn't matter because they're still gonna kill me yeah. <laughs> that's it yeah. you're just giving like, up like well that's the thing like i can't if a man attacks me and i have like a key i'm probably just yeah. gonna I'm, I'm gonna scream and drop the keys um and i'm gonna be dead so i can't be living my life in fear i can't be no that's no way to live yeah it is awful being a woman and that that's why i asked you to come on because look at this segue um because uh you do the podcast and it's basically getting women to talk about their periods which is like yes i i've always had that idea of uh doing uh, a podcast because i've always talked with my girlfriends and like some of my friends about like their parents and stuff like that because i've always thought it was important to know um so like because you know like at a certain point you if you're in a long-term relationship you're gonna have to have that talk if you want to move on from like not having condoms and doing stuff like that so once you get there you know you want to start talking about it and learn about like my ex's periods and then going from there to just talking with my friends about periods in general and moods, it, it turned into this podcast and I'm enjoying it way too much, I think. <laughs> I think it's great. And I think it's great for because a lot of women don't even like I didn't learn about ovulating and uh, I'm still a bit confused about it, to be honest with you. Um, uh-huh. But it's it's I remember I was seeing a guy and he was like, yeah, that, just let me know when you're ovulating so we can have condomless sex. And I was like, what? What is that? I didn't even know that that was a thing and I guess that has to do with when your period is as well yeah. I don't even know when my period is I just get a day at the feeling before I'm like oh I think it's coming and that's it like a, like a witch because <laughs> it's always different every month <laughs> yeah it always moves around well a lot of like you shouldn't feel like weird about it because a lot of people don't follow their periods at all they just like when it happens it happens yeah. there's oh there's others that are just like you know what I'm gonna track it because like it messes with their mood or how they feel so they have like period trackers in their phone i even had a period tracker in my phone for a long time but you're a so, girlfriend when you were dating you were like oh she's yeah not, she's not actually mad at me because of the milk it's the period yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i'm like uh this is one of the things that I've, I've admitted uh i used to keep a period tracker in my phone so i knew when my chances are were to having uh unprotected sex or oh. she would be more likely to be like oh, i'm on my period but i will give you head or <laughs> you're very organized with your sex life <laughs> i remember i was seeing a guy too and he was like let me know i'll put it in i'll do the tracker thing and i was like wow america's so different uh, <laughs> a guy yeah. would never a guy wouldn't even buy you tampons in ireland really 
Yeah, yeah. It's just you'd be mortified. Oh. Mortified. Oh. Um, I don't know what it is, uh, but like my mom, ever since I was young, I've been going to go pick up my mom's tampons, picking up my sister's pads and stuff. It's just like, yeah, just like it's nothing to me, but like other people, it's a big deal. It's so great to normalize it like that. 100 percent like yeah. even in ireland this is recent enough maybe uh it was like a year ago i think there was a and i don't know if i was saying this on your podcast but there was a tampon ad and it showed how to put the tampon in it was like grab the grip not the tip and then all like these i guess they were all irish people called into the tv station and they were like this ad is offensive and they made so many complaints that that i think the ad ended up getting taken down but it was like so helpful because I was like, oh, I've been putting my tampon in wrong for I didn't start using tampons till I was 19 and I've been putting them in wrong for 10, 10 years at that time. So I was like, when someone sent me the ad, I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I didn't even realize like this was such an issue. Like I just found out a lot of ladies do not know how to properly put a tampon in. And like the first time they put one in, uh, it's it, they do it wrong. It's very uncomfortable. It's awful. It's so, and especially I've had times now, even like where you're just in a rush at work. So you just kind of, you're just like, oh, get it in. And then for like two hours until you can go to the toilet and you're like, oh, oh, it's so, it's like, or even, <laughs> even putting the tampon in hurts because sometimes the applicator yeah. will catch onto your vagina, like, like a little paper Ooh. cut. Ooh. All oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Also in Ireland as well, what they're doing now is um, we have a, uh, a, what's it called? Like a grocery store, I guess it's called, called Lidl. Yeah. Do you guys have that? No, right. Lidl. No. It's some, no. It's some like German thing or something. I don't know. Um, but okay. they're giving out free uh, sanitary pads and tampons to women now. Um, and it's great because it's something like there's a crazy amount. It was something like 40% or 30% of women in Ireland were struggling to afford period so and it's like when you think about it i've spent i spent 20 a month because i get tampons and pads so yeah um that's well maybe let's say 10 a month that's what's 10 by 12 i can't do maths that's 10 by 12 240 10 wait 10 dollars by wait 10 dollars or 20 dollars 10 dollars by 12 is is 120 120 oops i was like that's 12 yeah. tens. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were saying, yeah, like some people spend like twenty dollars a month, so that's like two forty a year. Yeah, yeah, tampons. well, they do, yeah, because they get panty yeah. liners. Oh, and then use painkillers, um, yep. and then if you consider the pill, that's probably thirty forty dollars a month. All of that together, yeah. um, the underwear you room because it always fucking leaks. Um, um, yeah, you're easy looking at it about fifty dollars, like forty to fifty. Let's say forty minimum a month. So that's. 240 plus 240 is 480 a year. Yeah, so so $500 a year. And that's 500 a year for uh, however long you're ovulating and having a period. Like that is, uh, I said ovulate, <laughs> how long that you're having a <laughs> well, period. That sounds right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, like I just recently, like I'm learning a lot of this uh, this year, but like I learned someone just told me about period poverty about women that can't financially afford to have periods and some people are like what do you mean they can't afford they can't afford the hygiene products they can't afford uh like replacing underwear and the upkeep of having the vagina which is insane and jobs like like the place little even offering uh sanitary napkins and pads is a huge deal and like if i was a woman and my job didn't have that for us i would leave yeah yeah (laughs) 
Well, yeah, and that's nearly every job. You wouldn't have a job. Yeah. And this this is more like they're giving it to people who come in for free. So it's like... Oh, wow. Yeah, they're not selling anymore. They're giving them for free, which is great. Um, um, But like, that's the thing. It should be a government cause. Because even when you're saying that, I was even thinking like, not just period stuff, but... So for any woman over 25, they can't get the HPV vaccine. So most everybody has HPV. But yeah. for a lot, a lot of women, they'll have to get like coloposcopies just to check it out and get it tested yeah. and then scraped out. And then you have to kind of keep doing that. And that's like $250 a year. And never mind your gynecology appointment, which is if you don't, if you have health insurance, it's like 25. But if you don't, it could be a couple of hundred. It's so expensive to have a vagina. Yeah, it's so expensive. And a lot of people, I don't think a lot of guys realize how expensive it is. The biggest thing I'm having issue with with this podcast is there a lot it's a lot of men and some women that don't get why i'm having the conversation about it and a lot of dudes like why should i care and i'm like yo dude because it can affect you also like you wonder why there's a pay like a, a a wage gap between the genders and then you add this on top of it we just figured out well, it's 500 a year just to have <laughs> to upkeep having a period and you're That's at not work and you're and that's not including, including your HPV shit. And if you want to get the HPV vaccine over 25, it's nearly $1,000. So in Ireland, it's like 800 euro because I, I had someone message me in about it and they were, they were too old to get the free vaccine. Yeah, it's, it's so wild to think the cost alone. And then you have to be like, why does that affect me? I'm like, yo, dude, um, like if your girl has to just dole out $2,000 a year just to make sure that you can have fun while having sex, wouldn't, like, wouldn't you want her to get paid more? Like, yeah, naturally. Absolutely. And like, even like when women probably don't even realize it, but there has to be like a subtle anger in that, like in when the realization Mm -hmm. of like, we are getting screwed over. No, it's so insane how you guys are getting like the short end and short end of the stick when it comes down to this. And like seemingly, well, maybe like, you know, more people that are more uh, uh, vocal about it. But like I'm now that I'm learning about it, I'm like, wow, they should be talking about this more and more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even like I never talked about period on stage, but I remember like um guys would always be like when you know they find I, I do comedy, they'll always be like, Hope you don't talk about your period. And it's like I always felt that stigma, like never talk about your period. Yeah. Now I wouldn't give a shit, but I just don't have any jokes about yeah. it. But because it's traumatizing. <laughs> it's not fun. It's not funny to me. It's a horrific experience. Yeah, it's different for everybody else. Like I like I don't understand with like people in the crowd going, don't talk about this. Like, why the fuck not? Yeah. I'm up here. I got the microphone. You can't stop me from talking about it. I'm gonna try to make it relatable to you, but if it's not, then it's over your head. Yeah, I was going on stage and I was all Irish people and it was all yeah. young, mostly young Irish women, which I was like, this okay. is great because a lot of the stuff I talk about, they're in New York, so they're going to relate to it, my experience. And yeah. um, as I was going on stage, there was an old Irish man there and he said, oh, are you a comedian? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, um, I hope you're not going to be uh, Ron or I hope you're not going to be. It wasn't the word. The word wasn't raunchy, but it was something like. Something like, like, I hope you don't do any sex stuff or be dirty, basically. Um, and I Did was say like, vulgar, vulgar, oh, yeah, vulgar. That was it. And yeah. I was like, well, and I go vulgar. And he was like, yeah, I hope you're not going to talk about sex and your vagina and stuff. And I was like, oh, I'm definitely going to do that now. Um, <laughs> so I went up and I just kept calling him back. And every time I would go dirtier and dirtier, I was like doing my dirtiest bits, but like. And it was all young women like me, so they were like loving it. But it was, it, yeah. it was, I was like, fuck that. I'm not, 
And then the guy brought me up on stage as well. He goes, this next comedian is a woman. <laughs> do, do you hate that? When, when, when comics do that? It's this next so lady weird. comic. It's, it's so, so weird. weird. It's like they're going, now laugh at the little lady. She's trying to do comedy. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm sorry. I, I wiped the floor with him. He was fucking. Yeah. It's know? stupid to do. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm glad. Like I've had people go, oh, this next comic is a black guy. I'm like, what? Why are you? Do you need to prep them? <laughs> Leave now, racist. <laughs> if you don't like race stuff, now's your time to go to the bathroom. No, but like, it's so weird. And like, I, a lot of comics don't even think think before they even say these things. And they just like, oh, what? I'm just doing my job. Like, no, you're going out of your way to make it even more awkward and difficult for me to get up on here. But I'm gonna address it. But if yeah, well, because Ka- Karen went before me and he brought her up as this next comedian is a woman. Um, and he was like, <sighs> and then he brought me up afterwards as this next comedian is also a woman. Woohoo, girl power! And then he was like, she's also from Kildare. And then I got up and I was like, okay, well, we know where we fa- I'm from. <laughs> we know what I am. <laughs> 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 it would have been hard to tell that I'm a woman. <laughs> like, oh man. Like, I don't um, understand why, like, crowds... I don't think crowds need to be prepped. No, they can see account. with their eyes. They're not like, oh. Yeah. Also, as well, for him, um, he's in New York. I could get up there and be like, I don't identify as a woman. I am a they or whatever. <laughs> now, I'm not. And I'm sure he knows with me being... Like, I'm sure he knew that wasn't going to yeah. be the situation. But, like, it's just easier to be like, yes, comedian performs all over the city. Just they performs yeah. all over the city. <laughs> yeah. That's all, that's all you have to say. This next comic performs all over the city. Please put your hands together. Like, that's yeah. it. Keep it simple. You have one job. Direct. Yeah. And get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I've never after doing your podcast, I was like, I should talk yeah. about my period. <laughs> I'm on my period I... right now. Oh, congratulations. Look, we, <laughs> Wait, I think I think just... <laughs> with the podcast. <laughs> You're the second person that told me that, like, after we did the podcast, like, oh yeah, it started coming like right now. I don't know whether it's because we we talked about it <laughs> and like next thing you know, your body's like, you know what? Since we talked about it, let's just do it. Let's yeah, just my, do it now. My body was like, oh, Gordon's on on Tuesday. Right. You got your period. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I was doing a spot at New York and I left my bag there because I thought I was going back down to do another spot. And I was going up to yeah. uh, do a middle spot. You know, we're fucking running around. So yeah. I was like, I don't want to be running around my bag. But then they text me saying the next show is canceled. So obviously they were okay. going to close. And I was like, shit, my bag's there. And I was going to go stay in a dude's house. But I was on my period and my tampons are there. And I yeah. met with him and I was like, oh, I got to go to CVS because I don't have my bag and I have to buy tampons. <laughs> and he was like, okay. <laughs> and then I stayed was in cool. his... Was he cool about it? Yeah, he was cool. He's American. So I was like, okay, yeah. Americans seem a bit more. Now I'm sure the Irish lads listening there are going to be like, hey, we're chill too. But like, I mean, there's just, <laughs> I feel like it's really hard to embarrass an American. They don't like Irish people get embarrassed for you. Like I could be like to an Irish lad. And again, I'm generalizing, but I could be like, yeah. oh, I have to go get tampons in my period. And you could feel them going red for like, oh my God, that was so mortifying that you had to tell me that, you know, <laughs> it's like a, an embarrassing empathy. Whereas yeah. Americans are like, they're just, I find it's like not. Not yeah. about, not even embarrassed about their own stuff. You're like, oh my god, I just shit myself. Ha ha ha. Yeah, that is definitely us. We're just like, I think we have this uh philosophy of okay and and like it's just like whenever you're in a situation, you're like, okay and oh yeah, I shit myself. Okay, and. now I gotta change. <laughs> 
but but then I um I also left his house the next day and I left the tampons there and <laughs> I had oh that's like, a that's a big move that's I, a big, big on move. purpose it was nice and I had to text him like I'm so sorry I left a box of tampons on your kitchen table <laughs> what do you say what do you say he was like, oh, and I see you um, next time I'll just bring them. And he just brought them. It was grand. It wasn't a big deal. And I was like, an American lad would be like, he would be like, well, anyway, have a nice day. He wouldn't even address it. He'd probably burn them. <laughs> an Irish lad. Yeah, like I I have had so many uh, tampons. Like I used to keep uh, so many different things for like guests when they came over from over the years that I had. So nice. And, and it like it went from like because like once you're, you you break up with somebody there's still stuff in your house and you're just like all right and then after a while you're just like when people come over they're like oh what is it like i have some access you could use it if you need to and then it went when people would stay over and it started going low i was like i guess i should get more people are using you <laughs> you're like the best one night stand guy ever you have sex you go in you're like oh there's like tampons deodorant a oh. toothbrush uh, uh, makeup wipes that's another big thing too if you oh have fellas if you want to keep something in your uh apartment that makes people feel chill when they come over overnight makeup wipes uh is quite crucial and uh tampons and, and extra like go to costco and get extra shit bro like if i went and had a one night stand right and the guy had all that shit there i'd be like calling the girls going oh my god he has a wife <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that oh no, a I'm a, I'm a, I'm in a fairy. <laughs> I get that question all the time. Why do you have all this? I was uh, well, I've had it here for a very long time. There's also a lot of other stuff down there. People stay and like leave stuff, so you could you could check, go through my Facebook, do whatever you need to. But <laughs> no, nah, it's just here. It's just my shit. I had an ex, um, and this is years ago, but he had all of his, sorry, he was a boyfriend at the time, and he had all of his ex's stuff, and it was really weird, because it was, like, so much stuff, but, like, that, then there was a lot of toiletries, but I would just use them, I was like, this is great, I have, like, coconut moisturizer, and then I, one day I was wearing her socks, and then I called the girls, (laughs) and I was like, I think this is a bit too much. I'm like, I'm smelling like her and wearing her socks. I have her like, I shit, used her razor to shave my legs today. <laughs> They're like, hey, this is gone. Like, yeah, far. you're turning into her. You're slowly progressing into her. This is weird. Yeah. And we were both performers. So, yeah, that's so wild. That is like, I've had an ex try to give me one of her ex's uh, hoodies because, like, I spent the night and I was like, oh man, I need a shirt. And she's like, you need a hoodie? And I was like, Wait a minute, why do you have this hoodie? And it was this college hoodie. And I'm like, I'm not wearing this dude's college hoodie. <laughs> this shirt now I'm wearing so is, is some, yeah. some X's. I kind of collect them as I go along. I don't mean to, I just really like men's shirts. So yeah. I take I I'm always like, oh, I need a shirt to go home. And then they're like, okay, and then I keep it. <laughs> oh, it's like all of my t-shirts. All your t-shirts? Like I've lost so many uh expensive t-shirts, hoodies and certain basketball shorts if i had basketball shorts with pockets those are taken uh very quickly apparently women love having pockets on their shirt shorts yeah i love having pockets anywhere like i love i love that it's gone from guys are now wearing skinny jeans girls are wearing baggy jeans because now i can put my phone in my pocket (laughs) good you guys can suffer now trying to stick shit in those i want to like meet up with a guy i've like 10 pairs of skinny jeans and like do a jean swap and take their back oh my god i'm just now getting into tapered jeans and the phone thing is so real uh i actually i carry a book bag more now i haven't switched over to the satchel yet 
Uh, I know every American dude. I don't know if they're doing it in Ireland or not, but we they have their own like sling fanny pack type bag that they carry over the shoulder. But like I haven't officially gone there yet. Just a nice book bag. I got a nice coach book bag that I keep. I pamper myself with goofy shit. Yeah, I think uh, like we call it a school bag. I know you guys call it a book bag, but um, I think that's better than the the satchel. Kind of looks like a history teacher, you know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let me get the notes. You're absolutely right. Oh wow! All right, they do look like history teachers. I could so just spot on. If you, I think as well, it kind of clashes. If you're like a person who wears nice sneakers, it doesn't go well yeah. with a satchel. It's like two different no. personalities. So different. And I'm just like, oh fuck. All right. I'm cool, but I'm smart. Yeah, I'm so smart. I fuck women in Brooklyn. <laughs> we have sex and we talk about our emotions right after. Immediately yeah. after. Yeah. <laughs> And then I never call her again after emotionally ever, dumping ever. on her. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's the worst. You're like, well, you're not going to call. Don't tell me all your problems. You don't understand why people do that. Why do like dudes and women uh, during a one night stand just like treat it like it's therapy. They have sex and then they talk you all the way up and tell you about like what happened between them and their stepmom. And, and then you're like, what the fuck? And then they're like, oh, I don't want to talk to you ever again. I'm like, did you tell me too much? <laughs> so that happens for men as well women do that too yeah yeah that's yeah. so good to hear all the women just think because we hear so we hear each other being like oh my god this man again told me that he like about his like abusive childhood straight after sex and you're like what but i i guess it's because it's such a vulnerable space that they feel comfortable sharing but i thought it i didn't realize women did it too but it makes sense of course i don't bang women so how would i know i i've uh had sex with women and it was just like I guess it, it was supposed to be like one night stand or like she thought it was a transitional thing. And then like after we have sex, we start talking about her past relationship to a point that she's like, you can see in her face, like I'm thinking about getting back with my ex. Like this was fun, but I want to go back to him. And I'm just like, oh, all right. Maybe I just did I talk you back into a relationship. Was it, was the sex bad or <laughs> you just needed to talk? I always find that weird as well when they do bring that happened to me recently enough where the guy was like we weren't we didn't have sex we just had a few dates but he had talked about his yeah. ex a lot and he talked about like how she they'd had a massive fight and she had hit him which is of course I would never condone but then when I was yeah. in his apartment he was talking about it again and I was like well the apartment is very small and it's just the two of you in here like you know that's very stressful for anybody in the pandemic and the more we were talking eventually he was like it sounds like you're kind of advising i should and i was like oh right yeah well, i don't know you don't talk about your ex like, I'm not gonna... <laughs> if you were my friend i'd be like yeah, yeah I'd... i'm not gonna well it's weird anyway it's, it's so yeah it's really weird to bring it up because i'm like i'm not gonna try to talk you out of whatever makes you happy exactly. if we're gonna sit here and talk let's like, like let's talk and be real and yeah. get, like, find out what's going on and, and if I'm you for, think going I'm for back, women yeah. like I'm, yeah. i support women <laughs> I'm like, sounds like, I don't know. A lot of people wouldn't survive in a tiny apartment in a pandemic. No. There's going to be some hits, but like you shouldn't do it. But Dude, you got to, uh, I'm I'm happy the lockdown is showing people that you need space uh, in your relationship. You shouldn't be around each other seven days a week. That is no. too much time. You need to be apart. You need to go for walks, separate uh text each other from different rooms just be apart 
<laughs> well a lot of the Irish people who listen to this are in lockdown now so yeah well, I think it's coming out of it but like yeah just just go you take turns of being inside the house be like you're yeah. outside for an hour now like as if you put the dog out in the back garden you be yeah. the dog yeah somebody go for a walk in the morning then you take the afternoon walk or <laughs> or or vice versa like this week you do all the outdoor shopping and I'll stay in the house and we'll switch it up every single time yeah. Like, cause you gotta be apart. <laughs> so, so stressful. Cause I don't know if you notice in America, like everybody's getting divorced now. Like divorce has jumped up. I know we were at 50%, but they're saying now it's even higher than that. So after yeah. like after the summer, they think it's going to be around 70 to 60 between that. Yeah. Anyone I knew, like a lot of people I knew in long-term relationships did break up. But And then there was people who got together in the pandemic. Like, you know, the the guy who used to host this with me, him and his girl. You know Des Bishop? Yes. They got engaged. So they wow. got together in the pandemic and now they're engaged. So it's like, it seems to be like either people are like, oh, we're, we worked through this. We're supporters. We're going to be together forever. Or it's like, oh my God, I hate your face. So it seems to be like either or. It's like, Yeah. I, I'm learning so much about like uh, natural disaster uh, relationships. Um, I didn't know this, but from Katrina, Hurricane Katrina happened in America. A lot of people didn't know that after the storm, a lot of the couples split because now uh, they went through a trauma situation. They could they only talk to each other about it, but they want to talk to new people. And from talking to new people, they started new relationships. And then a lot of people moved to different towns and had access to new things. So in my mind, after this lockdown, and I think after any lockdown, people are going to want to be around other people and new faces and know about new experiences, but she's going to encourage more new relationships. Yeah. So... But if you guys are listening, don't worry. Don't lock your partner up in the basement being like, you can't go out of this lockdown now. (laughs) Gordon says you're looking for a new face. (laughs) Yeah, don't take it. Don't take my word for 100 percent. Some people are on lockdown. They're enjoying it. Probably making their second or third baby. That's a lot of babies came out this year too. a lot of prayer tummies. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it is like and then. You know, a lot of my friends are like, woo, slutty summer. And then other ones are like, I never want to be trapped alone again. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> it's what it is. I like I thought like coming out of it, I was like, oh, it would be fun to like flirt with everybody again and all that. But then I was at a bar and I was like, oh, I don't want to talk to anybody like I don't like I don't I've like lost that skill or that kind of need yeah. for it. OK. So, so what do you do now like what what's your ideal like now that things are opening back up what's your ideal night out i go out with my girlfriends and like just dancing and talking to them but like we were out the other night and there was like a bunch of guys at the bar and they were trying to talk to us or whatever about me and Nathir just kind of like backed off and we're talking to each other and i think for us we were like that was more fun than getting to know random people like i don't care about some gotcha. random guy's family or his middle name or why he's at the bar what his job is i'd rather like cultivate for my friendships that i missed out on for the past year the people i couldn't see and stuff like that's more important to me than being like slutty summer um yeah. also but fair play to anybody who wants to do that too it's like it's, it's like what i feel like whatever you miss most in the pandemic and i think me i missed socializing with friends 
even though I, still I, did, I still did a lot of it, but you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that was because that was my little Irish group of friends and yeah. we like stuck together, but I didn't get to see like, like a lot of my other friends. And now I'm trying to like, okay. Like this weekend, I did so many shows, which is great. I worked and then I was like, okay, I'm going to meet up with Kim. Got to meet her for like a 20 minute drink. I got to go meet a theater for like a, and then I, I was, and then I squished in a date and it's like trying to do all these things with people again. But the date was yeah. a different, the date was different because it wasn't a random guy. It was some, it was a guy yeah. I've known. So it was like, okay, already I was like, I don't, I don't think I want to like, it doesn't appeal to me the the kind of like i don't want to go like fuck in a bathroom and be like i didn't get to do this all year but i never did it before so you know does that make sense yeah it makes total sense <laughs> i'm also more scared i'm like when strangers touch me now i'm like, yeah. like i had a couple of dates with a guy and um he would get like really like go to touch me and i'd be like get away i don't know i think we're more <sighs> like you know you know what yeah i'm very apprehensive about anyone touching me now like it like we we gotta have like clear boundaries before we start touching like i gotta know a lot about you before we get to that point because a lot of people are dirty i, I wish there was a nicer way of saying it <laughs> but a lot of people are dirty so i'm just like come I'm on up. did you really wash your hands in the bathroom yeah I, like it it blows my mind. I still see people not washing their hands in the bathroom. And I'm just like, what is wrong with you? Well, I got the life on the edge. They're living a life on the edge. Yo, so many people. What you mean now? Still yeah. now? Oof, yeah. That's weird. That is weird. <laughs> but sure, there's Dude. people at my bar putting chewing gum underneath the tables. Cause I bring out or underneath the chairs. I bring out the chairs every Sunday. Yeah. And every Sunday there's no more new chewing gum on it. And I'm like, that's like those people are going to hell. If there's a hell, they're going. Because who put who puts your dirty chewing gum with all your saliva during COVID times? Yeah, sure. As I just don't understand people. I uh, I don't want to try to even attempt to understand the reasoning or the rationale with doing something like that after being on lockdown. Yeah. Like <laughs> everything also- happened in the world, and you're just still like, or oh, whatever. I still can do this. No, you can't. I find like with the lockdown, like I think it changed a lot of people's personalities, like for the good or the bad or whatever. Like I, yeah. for, for me, like it was good in regards to, you know, I definitely feel like I chilled out a little bit because like the world was on fire and, um, you know, learned a lot about myself, blah, blah, blah. But I will say that I was so used to I was working a couple of day jobs with the people and then I was doing stand up and that's all the people. And then um, it, so I was always around people and then you take a, a really long time where you're not around them. And now I'm back, obviously, bartending and I find my patience is gone a little bit. So um, we we have I work in a bar where we're working outdoors because the yeah. indoors isn't open. And it's not because of COVID. It's something to do with the government. But I don't understand it. No one's explained it to me. And that's fine. Okay. It, it doesn't, it's like whatever. But every single person that comes to the bar says, so when are you going to when are you going to open indoors? And I say, I don't know. And they say, is it because of COVID? And I say, no, it's not. It's because of government thing. Well, what's the government thing? I'm not 100 percent sure. Oh, do you think it's something to do with this thing? And I go, I don't think it's that. Do you think it's something to do with this thing? <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. Do you think it's because like maybe maybe it is the COVID? And I'm saying I don't know. And it's like, how many times do you want me to say I don't know? Do you think you'll ask me four times and then I'll randomly go, oh, you're right. Actually, it's because of the 1292 fire extinguisher. And it's like the Groundhog Day of and eventually like after the 10th customer in a day I'm like I don't know <laughs> like fucking stop asking these questions <laughs> I'm fucking, thank god I'm wearing a you, mask because I'm like dude, 
oh yeah oh i love wearing a mask now because like i you don't they don't see your facial expression <laughs> at all you give away so much <laughs> you're just talking with your eyes the whole time you're making your eyes look pleasant yeah mumbling that they're a cunt with my mouth <laughs> i've done that customers have been rude to me and i'd be like Fuck that. and with my mask it's so liberating oh my god you're like on the front line though for like the the opening up back outside again because you're a bartender in new york where all the tourists are going to be coming and want to go drink and you're like right there so you had to deal with everybody are you nervous about that no i just i can't wait to make it um because like my like i'm very lucky with my job and stuff because i only yeah. do two days like the money's like it's not great but it's fine and yeah um yeah and i get to do comedy at night it doesn't affect it yeah. so i am very lucky but i just it's kind of tiring especially on the weekends because you're like running around and then you're running doing shows and i just people annoy me like now i just i didn't read i always thought i was a people person and i am a people person but the pandemic yeah. was nice to be like oh i could also do it not working with people 24 hours a day because it's kind of both uh, no i i love the fact that you said that because i i really thought i was a people person and i loved on comedy i just didn't realize how much i was uh not treating myself to like just relaxation because i was always on running around and doing stuff and uh i know a lot of people are gonna be like that's that's fucked up to say i i'm thankful for the pandemic because it helped me focus on myself a little bit more it helped me say all right comedy is not the only thing i can do i can do other stuff and i can like work on myself and be a better person and talk with my family again so yeah it was a kind of a, a relief to be locked down for a little bit yeah and i know deal with myself i think that's i think anybody coming out of it hopefully has that attitude for sure just chills people out um yeah and the relaxation and hopefully not coming back and being all psychopaths again and because it's like when the pandemic happens you're like well, who was i doing that for why was i working that hard exactly exactly did you do anything embarrassing during the lockdown i love asking people this question mm, i don't think so what's an example of embarrassing all right uh i became a uh ramen uh foodie i would just cook ramen like all times a day for everybody uh i stopped wearing underwear for a good four months uh <laughs> uh what else did i do it was just ramen no underwear and i didn't shave at all not one bit you know what i didn't shave either <laughs> <laughs> Like, what, Which, am I, what am I doing this for? Like, I know. fuck this. This is all me. I, I was seeing someone for, I, I was seeing two different guys at two different times during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, There was one guy I seen for like a few months and another guy saw for a few months. So in those times I was like shaving because we were like, I would go over to their house and have sex and stuff. Um, but then I, there was a few months where I wasn't. So I didn't shave my, and I don't think I've said this on the podcast, but I've said it on my Patreon. So sorry if I'm repeating myself to any listeners, but I, shaved uh I hadn't shaved my legs in ages and like it's fine I know it's not a big deal but um I went to my dermatologist and it was a uh, she doesn't exist anymore she didn't tell me she wasn't going to be there anymore I don't know why I don't know if she quit or she I don't know what happened to her but it was like a gorgeous like um like Indian man oh he was so yeah. sexy and he came in and like he was wearing a mask but he was still like he's beautiful eyes and I was like I look like shit I didn't even color in my eyebrows and 
Um, also was there for because I had acne on my arse. So I had to tell him all about my acne arse or my arsony. And he was literally like, because um, he, he asked me what was wrong with me. And I wanted to be like, nothing, I'm going to go, I'm fine, I'm perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I had to tell him and he asked me to bend over as well, like to show him my fucking arse acne. And then um, I had to pull up my leggings to show him an ingrown hair on my leg. But I, then my leg, my like my leg hair was literally growing as I was like pulling up the leggings. Like it was wild. It was the hairiest it's ever been. And I was like, this is fucking mortifying. Um, it was awful. Oh my god! <laughs> How did it end? You just walked out after that. Just like, uh, all right, good day. No, because <laughs> I also had. I've never had dry skin. It's something I've, yeah. ne- I've never even moisturized. Um, I've never had to. My skin is quite oily, so I use an oil-free moisturizer for my face. But yeah. that, but I on, I just think maybe like someone in the universe was having a bit of a laugh that day. Like they were like, "Let this will be fun," because when I pulled up the leg, when the leggings like dry skin yeah. started flaking off, and I mean I never had dry. It doesn't even make sense, and it was like flaking in. You could see like the epidermis fucking in the air. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! And he was like, "Oh, I think it's time for you to moisturize." And I was like, "That's a risky comment now during COVID because I'll kill myself." <laughs> Don't be making jokes like that, sir. <laughs> but he was oh, hot man. and nice. So he was grand, and then like that was it. I was just like, "Thank you so much." I left, and then the next time I went back, I had to show him my nice smooth arse because uh, there was a like yeah, because that I well, I also had to call him to be like that acne cream doesn't isn't covered on my insurance, so they need to get me like a cheaper acne cream. Um, oh, but I'm still de- I'm still dealing with him, so I'll see him in like another month. But um, but my acne is gone on my arse, so just not able to relate with having an attractive uh position or a doctor i never i used to always have like these older dudes who i didn't care about and my last two doctors have been young and attractive ladies that that are taking care of me and now like i'm like before i go i'm like should i shave though do i need to clean up like what do i <laughs> should i work out before i go i know i'm sick but <laughs> i I, I, do? I um i yeah no <laughs> that's so funny they're like you're there you're seeing them they're like how you feeling you're like oh i'm fine i'm great i'm the fittest i've ever been they're like why are you here (laughs) oh right actually i have the flu um no i i did this gynecologist podcast and she said that people ask if um or they always think they should shave their vagina before they go into her and she was like i you don't need to do that for me and it's funny i keep i don't shave my vagina hair off i keep it trim because yeah. it's just like looking at you then it's like a oh, vagina and i'm like don't be looking at and talking to me like you know it's just there i just feel like for me i always feel like subtleness is sex like even if i were to send yeah. you nude it's like i'm never fully naked you know and so that's oh, okay. what i feel and i also feel it's just like you know i'm a woman and i like i personally like a little bit of hair there yeah. just a little bit and so okay. my my gynecologist when i went there she was like oh thank god you have pubes and i was like all right i was like thinking jesus i've probably left this a bit wild for this poor woman um and she was like i'm on a i'm on a um a war path like i think was the sentence she used to trying to stop women from shaving their vaginas because she said there was a huge influx in like stds utis all that stuff but she was like oh thank you so like it was just funny hearing the other gynecologist being like we don't need you to say it's not for us do whatever you makes you comfortable but don't feel like you gotta be all like trim and perfect for us like we're doctors we don't give a shit a lot of i wish more people knew that because uh a lot of people they go with 
I know uh, some friends before they go to the gynecologist, they actually get full wax. Like one of my friends, Ariel, she's an esthetician and she gets fully waxed. And we we talk about like stuff about that also. Like one time she was waxing. Well, no, her friend was waxing a girl and she was on her period. And also uh, for those that are wondering, can you get waxed while you're on your period? You can. Uh, you just have to put a tampon in. And yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. They go, I nah, I, I got to wait. Yeah. They, uh, the acetation usually they usually have uh, good ones have uh, tampons in there and they tell you, yeah, you can still get waxed. Just, you know, go in the bathroom, kind of tidy up and have a tampon in and we can still do the waxing. Wow. <laughs> I've never been that, waxed. So never. No, oh, wow. I tried oh, to do yeah, myself it, and it stuck to my vagina lips and I had to get my cousin <laughs> to pull it off. So I had to wait till she came like an hour. <laughs> The best stories. <laughs> I'm just a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, people. I was like, do you write? You like you sit down and write your jokes, and I'm like, no, I just lived a fucking stupid life. <laughs> oh my god, my phone. I didn't know it was on loud. No, there you go. Oh man. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, the like, uh, the aesthetician is a person who waxes you, is it? <sighs> yeah, aesthetician uh, waxes you, and uh, yeah, I I've known a couple people that uh have gotten waxed and oh yeah dudes too they go and get waxed also and do like, they what do they get, get waxed of the uh, uh butts and uh balls and they get their balls around. waxed yeah wow. it's weird because you got you got to find an esthetician that's willing to do it because like certain states in america they don't like a lot of estheticians don't do men because they're they're scared of like all right some creep dude coming in there and just having a heart on. yeah exactly but if you find someone that you're cool with and is willing to wax you you can get that done also fellas have you had your balls waxed? no i i do shave but like i i haven't found an esthetician to willing to do it because like I'm, i get nervous when i shave because i'm just like because they have all these manscaping uh ads now and i'm like where was this when i was younger because people dudes you would take anything close to their genitals and try to keep it clean and it that was dangerous <laughs> That's something that I, I want to talk with more dudes about, like how many mistakes have they made while shaving? Yeah, but even for women, because I got I have the Manscaper now because I did an advertisement for them. So they sent yeah. me the Manscaper as well. It's fucking brilliant. I use that to trim yeah. my vagina. Has a little has a little flashlight on it. And but like it's much safer than some of the other stuff. Like the amount of times you by accidentally like caught you like you go too close and you're like, oh well, yeah. the things we put ourselves through for what? What's the point? <laughs> It's for awful. five minutes, for five minutes of feeling good. <laughs> it's awful. And no one cares in the end. Like, I, I, Jen, if you're all like hot and heavy, I, I don't remember whose balls were naked and who, I don't remember whose balls were shaved and whose balls weren't because I don't know. I didn't, I didn't like, I, I was like, I don't, you're just caught up in the moment. And I don't think any guy's been like, if I just like forgot to shave, uh, he's been like, yeah, I guess, uh, well, I don't know. Maybe. I try to th- I try to think in ahead and kind of be like, all right, I know nobody wants to feel just two hairy balls, maybe or or maybe maybe she's into it. And like like I don't know, I'm one of those people that love to have a conversation. Like aqua conversation is my favorite conversation. So anything that you feel is taboo, I bring up and go, hey, what are you into uh, beforehand? Because I kind of I really want to get to know you. If I like you, I want to yeah. get to know you. Yeah. 
yeah that's important too it can it's funny though it can it can be like daunting I feel like though those conversations especially if you haven't already had sex I'm very pro communicating and stuff but I'm recently someone told me like what another partner had done and what they like and I was like and they were like just saying like a great blowjob and in my head I was like yeah. oh god now I have to compete with that shit <laughs> like <laughs> the way he explained it like the experience I was like well just set your bar a bit lower now for me okay <laughs> but it'll get better as we go along and you tell me what you like <laughs> because i mean this this girl was like it sounded like fucking superwoman of blowjobs and i'm like i'm not i'm not gonna be able to do that <laughs> oh no uh, i've heard like you know, when you hear your partner talk about some stuff that you've never done before you're like well uh, that's something i might need to learn but i don't see it happening anytime soon so yeah like yeah. a lot a lot of men now like i i love giving blowjobs and it's fine and yeah. i am i would feel but you, i guess when it's like you hear about someone else you're like oh god um and then irish people are so hard and modest and stuff that they'd be like you just it's like a little like guilt thing where you're like i'm terrible i'm and then you're not you're like fine but um it's new things that scare me sometimes like you know i've heard a lot because of the podcast that guys like a finger in the arse but no one's ever asked me for it so i'm just waiting for that day to come and my nails are very long and i don't know how i would do it and i, <laughs> I find it traumatizing <laughs> but of course if i love my person i'm gonna want to pleasure them and i don't want them to feel like they're missing out so if they're like i like this i'll figure it out and i'll do it i don't know i'll cut my nails but i'll google but it's like a new experience you know it's like it can be done yeah like I'm like hearing you talk about like uh like the sexual side of Ireland is like blowing my mind because like I always think of Ireland as being like this cocky, arrogant place. Like you guys are like very boisterous and like very proud. So I'm like, where's this modesty? That's Irish from? Americans. They're different <laughs> people. For the Irish okay. Americans listening, sorry, but you guys are like Irish Americans will know nearly more of the old Irish culture. So from that, because like, I guess for what happened, obviously, so the famine was more genocide uh, because yeah. there was a lot of food being exported to England. Um, yeah. So a lot, of, a lot of people had to die or leave. And then obviously that sediment went with it. So, you know, you go to a different country and you hold on to your roots, you hold on to whatever you believe. And that sort of sense yeah. of like, you know, um, you know, we're on our own. We have to look after ourselves. Like we got, we survived this uh, fucking starvation. Like, and and also the the culture was outlawed. Or I don't know how to, exactly what it was, but I know you weren't allowed to speak Gelga. You weren't allowed to do Gaelic culture, like football and all that stuff. So they come over here to America, and they're like, "We need to hold on to this." And so I'll meet an Irish American, and they'll be like oh I, I Irish dance and I know all the songs and they'd be saying things and I'd be like I just don't know what the fuck I don't do it. I come from a modern country do you know it's like it, it grew <laughs> yeah. and they stayed time capsules in these beliefs okay. and these so they're very proud of their Irish heritage which is like lovely as well to hear and see yeah. but it's also they'll be like oh and you know this but blah 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 and I'm like yeah. oh, I don't know what you're saying um, <laughs> I've never heard that before in my life <laughs> Because I grew up in a city where it's like we watched American shows. Um, yeah. Like I played Gaelic football, but it, it's it just it, it's not as it's like the Irish who aren't Irish are more Irish. Yeah. OK. All right. And they're getting like <laughs> shamrocks tattooed on them. There's no shamrocks yeah. at home. Really? It's not. Yeah. There's no like people running around dressed like leprechauns being like, this is us. Like it's, <laughs> they're just people. Okay. 
I gotta go to Ireland because, like, maybe like the American Irish have have tainted my views. I need to go to Ireland, go do shows over there, and talk yeah, about sex and periods. I'll, I'll do it. I can't. I really want to go. Uh, I've been to Germany. I've been to England twice. Uh, I've done Manchester. I've done London. So like, uh, I just see pictures of Ireland, and like you guys have those that beautiful landscape that I I'm dying to go check out. Yeah, no, no, it is great, but we do definitely have a lot of shame around sex and stuff. And I think it's getting better and it's getting more open. But there is like even the the fact that that tampon ad was came off, and then I talked about this with Ian in, la- in one of the episodes. But the bishops are trying to do a sex ed, so it's like there's a lot of and there, there's a lot of stuff that will subtly come down because there was so much shame on women with sex, you know, and uh, it was only until like the seventies women couldn't go to work if they were married and then you could oh. we only were able to get an abortion as of like last like two years ago before that you had to go Jeez. you could only get an abortion if you're raped or yeah and then you'd have to go to england and even then that was only in 97 so and the pill was illegal until like the 80s or some crazy stuff so there's loads there's a lot of like and the or a woman was I again I've said this before on the podcast but for you there was a woman assaulted and they used her tongue as proof to why they thought well she was asking for it which is crazy so it's like that's that only happened two years ago as well so and then there'd be all yeah there'd be all this like slut shaming you know and even me I'd get messages sometimes I got a message from an Irish guy I get a lot of supportive messages but being like you know, you really cheapen yourself with your Instagram. And like, you could look at my Instagram. This is before the bikini pics, right? There. You, yeah. I, I only have like two. I have two bikini pics, like in what, <laughs> in the space of a year? Two. And then it's because I write uh, jokes about sex. They're like, you're cheapening. I'm not even, I don't even have my tits out. And they're like, that's that. How could you do that? It's madness to me. It's absolutely. That's very- madness to me. That, that's blowing my mind that like people are. Yeah, I'm so close-minded, and I'm just like, not everyone's gonna think the way that you do. And maybe I think maybe that's the reason it gives me uh, my views on life and my attitude with things. It's just like just the mere fact that you think that you could say something to stop someone from living their life. It's really fucked up and arrogant. Yeah, it's also like as well. So even with the period stuff and with sex stuff, if we all talk about it normally and normalize it, then it takes out the embarrassment. It means we're having better sex. It takes out shame and embarrassment for periods as well. Like if someone does leak, it's like, ah, whatever. We all know about it. It's not a big deal. Um, Because that's like traumatizing for women. And then for guys too, they don't have to be like, oh God, her tampon fell out. Oh, I'm embarrassed. (laughs) You know, (laughs) so I think, what are other things you learned about periods in doing your podcast? Is there anything that stuck out that you were like, as a man, I should have known that or I didn't know that? Uh, I learned about the clotting thing is a very big issue. I learned uh, that some women enjoy period sex because it alleviates cramps and also alters like how the process of the period. I learned uh, learned about different forms of uh, like not, I don't even, not even protection, but other than pads and tampons, there's also the Diva Cup. From the Diva Cup, there's also certain underwear, like the things underwear that uh, women use. Uh, dag, what else? What else? What else? How does it um, affect your when if you have sex on your period? You said it affects 
your period what do you mean your your cramps um so some some ladies have really bad cramps so when they have intercourse sex that it helps them uh the the muscles and the vagina or not even vagina the uh, i guess cervix or just the body in general relax to a point that it's easier to deal with the cramps and i guess other things also um Sorry. yeah like i didn't know that was a such a big thing like a lot of ladies it, like want to have period sex i love because period sex. <laughs> i don't even get cramps it's just like fun yeah. it's like i'm like i'm on my so, period but it's up to you and they're like that's yeah. fine and i'm like yeah Yo, see there's so like you're lucky to find dudes that uh aren't uh bothered by it because there's so many men and which blows my mind that there's men bothered by it. i'm just like why <laughs> oh well i'll tell you this most of my partners the first time we've had sex have been on my period because it, i hold i hold off to have sex to get to know like i've had a lot of sex but i yeah. hold off like <laughs> you know when i say it's funny because i i say like i will i usually wait three or four dates or maybe yeah. even three weeks but yeah. I've made a but I've, there's been a lot of people who've, who've waited, and I was counting last night my number, and I was like, "Yeah, wow." Because <laughs> I I just stopped counting after a some certain number because I was like, "We don't need to know anymore." Um, but <laughs> last night I was like, "Cause I because the other thing is I've had a lot of boyfriends that I yeah. I just I last like three months and then it just work out. We want different things, so that's fine. But I've had a lot of those. But all of these guys. A lot of them, what's happened is I've made them wait maybe three or four dates or three weeks. And it just always happens that when we kind of are ready to have sex, I'll have just got my period. And then I'm always like, oh, I do want to. I'm so sorry I got my period. And they're just like, I've been waiting. I don't give a shit. I'll take this tampon out myself. (laughs) You know, so I don't know. One guy, he'd never had period sex before. And he was just like, this is years ago. And he was like, um... He said that he every time he took his penis out, he was like, I felt like I was stabbing you. <laughs> every dude says that. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, do you have a, a murder uh, kink? Is that what's going on with you? Come on, man. Oh, no, he, was, he kept anybody. being like, are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> I was like, I'd be okay if you stop asking me, am I okay? <laughs> Did he have like a scared look on his face <laughs> the whole time? Like, yeah, are you all right? <laughs> <laughs> the, the last the last guy I had slept with that I was on my period he was like do you need to like get a towel and I was like no no it's fine I know this rodeo <laughs> I don't need to tell you do it at your house or you do it like at my uh, house but to- like it's also like it depends I so for women like I only have it heavy one day so the other days it's not heavy enough that it would be like it it's okay. so light it's grand like it'll, it'll show on their willy they'll be like Jesus that's not that wasn't the same color as it was before but it's not gonna be like leaking i've had some serious uh heavy flow period sex oh. i've had yeah, yeah well, we had to get like like a, a real towel I, I remember uh it was so heavy we had to get a beach towel because that was like the only thing it was like all right a beach towel is big enough and absorbent enough Jesus, <laughs> you need to make a bed out of sanitary pads <laughs> you know oh my god we should market that we should make that we can we can promote you can promote on your podcast we'll make a sanitary pad uh quilt for when you want to get funky and then you can just put yeah. it out <laughs> i like this idea i think this work <laughs> oh my god we should do a period blanket yeah we should a, peri- do a period sex pad period sex yeah, pad there we go yeah. 
something like we can make it look like kind of lingerie too so it's like ooh, and you just flip it out onto the bed i'm ready for you you got the oh you got the right idea all right we're gonna make money now we're all right, make money. <laughs> whoever listens to this don't steal our idea but if you are a marketing person reach out to us we want to do this <laughs> listen we already said it it's already out there so like now that it's on a podcast if anyone tries it we already put the idea out there you're already caught <laughs> <laughs> It'll be BBBs. Wait, Baker Baker Bone Boils. Baker Bone Boils. Oh, no, don't phone me. Don't phone me. (laughs) (laughs) For the listeners, Gordon's name is Gordon Baker Bone. Yeah, my name is Gordon Baker Bone. Why would you put our last names together? Someone's going to get that and be like, whoa, all right. These guys are nuts. Oh Jesus! Okay, oh, man. let me see if I have any other questions for you before you go. Good. Oh, I do. So we had a listener. Yes. Right in, looking for advice. He's twenty nine. I keep forgetting to do this. I keep forgetting to ask the listener okay. or people for advice. He's twenty nine. He's never had sex before, and he's going to start going on dates. So he's a virgin. He wants to know: Should he tell um people that he's a virgin, a twenty nine year old virgin? Uh, if you're 29 and a virgin still, should you tell people right away? I don't think you should lead off with it. That should be something Hi, that comes off. I'm a virgin. Exactly. <laughs> if you if you feel like you need to, uh, then go for it. But personally, for me, I would not lead off with it. It'd just be something that would come up in a casual conversation over time. Uh, yeah, it's none of their business what you do or haven't done sexually. So take your time with that like our let them know eventually i would say because like some people think it's a big deal when they uh have sex with a virgin i personally don't think it's a big deal so when you're ready you let people know and you just go out there you have fun go on your dates enjoy yourself your virginity doesn't dictate how much fun you have i agree and he's a little cutie i looked at his instagram page and um he he also is that i think there's something about uh, your body automatically knows what to do so like i think if he's like worried like oh i'm gonna be bad or whatever it's like well like i don't watch porn but you could definitely like watch like not 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 choky porn but like watch something that has sex even if it's like a movie that has sex in it just something with the basics and your body will kind of know what to do and just like kiss them and ask them what they like and a lot of time women are kind of like quite you know they're a lot of women will be like yeah i like this or vocal because if he's 29 i'm sure he's going to be having sex with like 29 30 year old women hopefully yeah um i think he's fine too i think yeah i think just yeah be have a couple of dates be honest i don't know if he has to tell i think he could just do it yeah you don't have to tell either like a lot of people think like you have to tell because it'll it'll help your partner uh, or it'll help you be better at sex. And let me tell you something. There's a lot of people that have been having sex and are terrible at it. So if you really want to be good at sex and it's your first time, just ask your partner, what are they into first? Like yeah. just small things like that is considered foreplay and very helpful uh, yeah. in the overall relationship. Just be be open, be very honest and go, hey, you know, um, I just want to know what you like. Yeah. And then even say um like if you're gonna go down on her be like just let me know uh what what you like or if you want me to change anything and then if she doesn't you're doing it right keep doing it and do it keep doing it till she says stop <laughs> sometimes you make a noise and these fuckers pull back and i'm like get your head back down there <laughs> what are you doing? that is very true like you hear a sound like a lot of the dudes are very uh 
sensory. So as soon as we hear one sound that doesn't that we don't register, we're like, what? What happened? Is everything OK? Are you OK? Are you done? And you're like, you this is a this is a mo- don't jump off the motion. OK, we need to keep this process going. Um, we need and to that, keep this going. Yeah. And I've had I, I same as what you said. I've had sex with guys who would seem very confident, have had lots of sex and they're just shit. And then like guys who have less partners and they're way better because they just are honest and open and ask you questions and take direction well. And you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. Dude, it, it, it took a long time for me to fully understand that. Cause like I, when I was younger, I thought like just having sex was the big deal. And I'm just like, nah, it's really not. Everyone has sex. I'm excited. I'm excited for him. The main thing is go have sex and then let us know. And then yeah, buy our, come buy get, our let us know how it was. Then I buy our period blanket. <laughs> yeah, baby. Get the period sex pad. We're gonna we're gonna sell it. Sell it everywhere. That's gonna be so exciting. Imagine that's how we make it, you know. Like, you know, yeah, because you know how you have all these comedians who make it from these different ways, and then their comedy makes is it because of it, like oh, like um like hannah doing the reality show opened up a fan base yep. for her and now she's like able to perform all over that's what it's going to be like for us in our period pad thing <laughs> period pad that's all we're gonna that's all it's gonna take just one good period pad and, and they're gonna be like let's off. go laugh at those period people <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll listen to your podcast about periods they listen to mine about like relationship and sex vice and they'll be like and we'll be performing all over the country and we'll sell our period yeah. pads. Then we could do funny ones with jokes printed on it. Like, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll have it like with, with, with cups with period on it. Period, I don't know. And yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember any of my jokes. I'm the flow. <laughs> I'm trying to remember my jokes too. I'm like, all right. But yeah, what just, joke would I, put I on go my with the pad? flow on the big period pads. <laughs> Yeah, just go with the flow. That's what it's saying. Just in cool take, just go go with the flow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where 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 can the people find you? And your podcast is period piece, right? Podcast period piece, period piece podcast on all streaming platforms. Uh, if you just look up the hashtag period piece, you'll see the podcast. I also do a number of fun other shows. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Baker Bone, B-A-K-E-R-B-O-N-E. And also, I'm still on Facebook until September. I'm leaving Facebook in September. That's my big, big deal. Yeah, yeah Facebook is a dome. I don't use it. Yeah, it is. It I have is. it there, also, but uh, I don't use it. TikTok. Yeah, You're TikTok, on TikTok? I'm at Baker Bone also. Yeah. Oh, I'll Baker go make Bone sure to follow TikTok you. Also. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely uh, check check me out. And uh, hopefully, I'll be over in Ireland doing shows. So. Yeah, definitely. You will. <laughs> Well, when they're not in lockdown, when they're back to normal. Yeah. We'll, ha- we'll have like 20 of us. We'll all go and do shows, take over. Oh, Thank hell you. yeah. Katie, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much. This is great. I'll see you soon. Are you at All Man Hustle this weekend? Yes, I'm uh, I'm going to be at, where am I going to be? I'm going to be at Brooklyn uh, Comedy, the Old Man Hustle. I'm going to be at Old Man Hustle. Wait, are you going to be there? I'm there weekend. Saturday. Are you there Saturday? Yeah, I'm on Saturday, 10 o'clock show. Me too. Fuck yeah. That's we did so great last week. They're just Yo, having we the same great. crew. Ah, I fucking it. love it. Okay, yeah, I'll man. see you on Saturday. Okay, yeah, all right, fuck yeah. All right. Bye. Thanks. Bye.
Okay, so hope you've enjoyed the episode um, and have a lovely week and I'll talk to you next week. But do follow Gordon on um, his Instagram, so Bigger Bone, he's at Bigger Bone and everything. And go listen to his podcast as well, it's absolutely great, so period piece. And again, if you want to sign up to the Patreon, it's Patreon forward slash The Shift Podcast. And if you could rate, review, tell your friends, that'd be great. Gordon, have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.